Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And we are back with our predictions for week six, Minnesota Vikings versus Miami Dolphins in Miami. I don't know the stadium name. High Life? Hard Rock. Hard Rock. Yeah, that's what I said. Hard Rock Stadium? Cafe. What? Hey, you're off the clock. You don't need to talk about your cookie shop anymore. (laughs) The factory? Drop the what? I said you don't need to talk about your cookie factory anymore. You're fine. No, you don't need to talk about it anymore. When did I mention it? He's still in his uniform. That's not true. Are you, dude? No. Are you? No, I'm wearing a... Does that look like Crumble? JFK? Okay. Um, <clears throat> anywho, Vikes Dolphs should be a good game. No, it shouldn't. They should destroy the Dolphins for everything they have. Exactly. Like I said, should be a good game. Should be a fun game to watch. Is it? Is it for sure confirmed that Bridgewater's out and it's their third string guy? No. Yes. Oh, Andrew said no. Hayes said yes. They said they're likely to start Skylar Thompson, but I'm guessing Bridgewater still plays. Um, you could see Skylar Thompson start and then Bridgewater be the backup. That seems weird. It, you have no idea what you're talking about right now. Skylar Thompson has been listed as the starter, according to ESPN. That doesn't mean Bridgewater won't play. His question was if Bridgewater was out. Yeah, but no offense. Why would they start Thompson over Bridgewater? If Bridgewater's cleared, why the would they game, start Thompson over Bridgewater, Bridgewater and they just bring Bridgewater into the third quarter? Yeah, I agree with Hayes. That doesn't really make a lot of sense. Thompson balled out in preseason. <laughs> so Congrats did uh, balling out against some third string. Yeah, so did Kyle Slaughter. Kyle Slaughter. Yeah, so Kyle Slaughter. Now he's playing in the USFL. <laughs> All right, so we can we can go we can go with the assumption that we probably will not see Teddy Bridgewater. We will be seeing. I already forget his name. Schlotman. Tyler Thompson. Ah. Tyler Thompson. So it says here. Um, Bridgewater has a solid chance of clearing the five-step concussion protocol before Sunday, but because he may not be ready to practice fully by Friday, he would likely dress as the backup if he, if he's active against the Vikings. Okay. The Dolphins would never be able to get away with starting Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, one hit, and that dude is going full-on to a tug against the Bengals, and they are screwed, and Mike McDaniel is getting fired. But Ron Armstead is limit is uh, did not practice. So is Xavier Howard and Mustard. Mustard. Yeah, who's that? Mosdert. Oh, oh Mosdert. Person's favorite player. Yeah, Mosdert. 
Not mustard. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so we can, I guess, yeah. Uh, They're super injured, just like the Saints. That's why it shouldn't be a close game, but it still will. Ugh, I hope it won't, though. I just want one game where we can just kind of enjoy and maybe throw the football around, like five minutes left in the fourth quarter, feel comfortable with a, with a victory. This is a game that I'm honestly weirdly the most nervous for because I'm just maybe I'm maybe I'm pessimistic with the thought that we could start five and one entering the bye. That seems almost too good to be true. I'm not nervous at all for this game, actually. Really? Not at all. I think we're gonna wipe the floor with them. We're gonna destroy them. See, that's just being just like... wait for my gamble. Just wait for it. Oh, okay. Hey, I actually, I have a really good gamble as well. I think if this gamble happens, which it could, because I believe it could, we will, uh, I will finally beat both of you and move myself right into first place. So <clears throat> let's, let's, let's get right into it then. Let's get into the predictions here. Uh, let's start with, uh, with our, Fourth quarter drive hero, Daddy Kirk Cousins. Uh, this will be game number three against Miami in his NFL career. He lost with the Redskins 17 to 10, throwing under 200 yards. I know, gross, very good. Then he put up 40 plus. Was that early? 2015, so relatively so. Um, which, yeah, and then uh, his second start with the Vikings, they won 41-17. I looked at those stats. I'll be honest. I have little to no memory of that game. Really? I don't. We Dalvin, Dalvin had like 140 yards or 130 plus. He had a really nice uh, run. I remember that. L Train had close to 70. And then so all year is this? This was 2018. And then get this one. Um, I can't remember what the second receiving touchdown by Cousins was, but one of his two was a 40 yard bomb to Aldrick Robinson. I was going to predict it. You were going to predict that Aldrick Robinson was going to get a 40 yard touchdown. What in a game that happened three years ago? <laughs> Great prediction. I predict that was what you were going to say. Oh, okay. Anywho, my point being, I honestly, I don't remember that game at all. I don't, I don't know either. Do you remember it, Hayes? I do, actually. I was watching it on Grandma's tiny TV in her kitchen on left today. Oh, okay. So 2018, I would have been in college. Yeah, if I really dig deep in my brain, I probably could figure out when where I watched that. But anywho. Kirk Cousins, one and one against Miami. Um, the Vikings, five and seven all time against Miami. And I, I saw a gross stat, which I'm gonna not really care about. But we have not won in Miami since the 1970s. Yep. But haven't, haven't beaten Miami in Miami. We in... also see them every four years. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not too concerned. Anywho, let's move on with Daddy Kirk Cousins predictions. Hayes, 
Start us off. What do you see Daddy Kirk Cousins throwing? I don't want to – screw it. 304 yards and three touchdowns. All right. So, first time over 300 this season. Yeah, I've predicted it about five times, and it never happens. But I think you have. Let's check real quick, Hayes. You've predicted it. Actually, it's only your second 300-yard prediction. Back-to-back weeks. Yes. The bum threw over 115 in the first quarter. Well, he's not a bum. He's actually very good. So, Bub? Um, I think Kirk Cousins should have a monster game considering how bad the Dolphins' pass defense is. But I still have him going 273 for three touchdowns. Three touchdowns? Three. He needs to have a game where he throws more than two touchdowns. Yeah, that would be nice. stats go in. All right, all right. I don't have that many yards for, or I guess just slightly under Andrew. I have Kirk throwing for 265 and two tutties. I'm still in that reservation area of, I think the Vikings, I don't see five plus touchdowns by the Vikings. So I can't predict that Cousins is going to throw three TDs yet and rack up 300 plus yards. Um, so he'll have a game that he's had pretty much every week <laughs> thus far. <laughs> right. Just now, a 250 range with, uh, with two, two tutties. So Dalvin, Dalvin Hayes, what do you got? I'm kind of sick of Dalvin. He has done absolutely nothing to spark this offense. Um, and I don't think he's going to do anything this week because I think he's an overpaid running back. And I think Alexander Madison could put up, put up just the amount under the same workload. So I think he has 87 practice rushes. This week. I don't think he has a touchdown. Didn't practice today. I'm sorry? Madison didn't practice today. Just so I know. said I think he could. Didn't say, I didn't say I know he will. Listen, Cook is getting paid $12.5 million a year put up numbers that any other running back in the league could put up with his offensive line and this offensive scheme. So it's unimpressive and yeah, kind of sick of it. So cook cook is coming off a over a hundred yard game and two touchdowns and you're just going to disrespect him for no reason. Also, I don't know how you can be a Kirk Stan and anti Dalvin when essentially they both are overpaid for their position. Kirk is actually pretty pretty average compared to what uh you're seeing from guys like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, what they're getting, Russell Wilson. Contracts after Kirk's contract is actually a lot more than what he's getting, what he's making. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are very different than Kirk Cousins. Was Russell Wilson really? No, I think Russell Wilson's overpaid. I mean, I think Kirk's overpaid, too. No. I'd have to, I'd have to look closer into the the. You don't pay running backs. You don't draft running backs. Thing. You don't. Yeah, pay we know. Backs. We get that. You know, you've made that very clear. Hayes, what do you Wait. think? What do you think Cook's running against Miami? Eighty-seven. Any tutties? Nope. I think. 
So you think, think that's bad? You think you think getting 90 yards from your back is bad? I think it's unimpressive if you're making $12.5 million a year and you're getting the ball 20 times a game, 25 times a game. 25 times? He hasn't got it once this year where it's been 25 times. As high as this 20. And that's pathetic. You said you, you said you Listen, wanted to he's throw an overpaid the ball bomb. to Cook. You, want, you said you wanted he's to He's an overpaid, injury-prone running back who provides not enough to what he's getting paid. So you want us to run the ball? I'd like to see him in the passing game. Twenty-five plus times a game, and give Jefferson the ball twenty-five plus times a game. So essentially, we should just tell you know Madison, Thielen, Osborne, Smith Jr. just to sit down because guess what? Half of our play or no, you don't need to tell Smith Jr. to sit down. He doesn't go to Cook or Jefferson, according to Hayes, our offensive coordinator, which thank God is not the case. (laughs) Seriously. Half of those guys you don't have to tell to sit down because they're already sitting. They're not doing anything offensively. Irv Smith Jr.'s wasting away in benchland. Adam Thielen, is he where what happened to him? Madison, I love the guy. Clone. You Listen, love him? Get Cook in the receiving game, and he will be making the amount he should. But he's not just so is a, that on he's cook power or back. That on he's just O'Connor. not a power back. He he's injury prone. He fumbles it all the time. He's not a power back. So stop running it up the middle with him every single down. Zero fumbles this year. That's a, oh and he's fumbled this year. I know he's fumbled. He might not have lost it, but he's definitely fumbled. He fumbled it. against Detroit. Okay. Yeah. To be honest, I don't care if he fumbles if they don't pick up if if, if it's not a loss. Who cares? It was a loss, but no, it wasn't. Well, it was a fumble loss against oh. Detroit. Yeah, and then he got hurt. When he ran into his own center's ass and then broke his shoulder. It's actually Ezra Cleveland's ass. I think Cook, though, is still a top. I'm just trying to look up how many uh, rushing yards he has this year. He's top 10. Yeah. I thought he was higher. Still, top 10 is fine for only getting like 18 carries a game. And also, one of those got one, one of the top 10s a quarterback. So he's really ninth. And one of the games, Kirk or Cook had like six rushes. So, so I agree. Well, Andrew, like a good rush Andrew, Andrew, what do you have Cook going for against Miami? Against uh, 96 Miami. yards, no touchdowns. Eight. 96? Yeah. I have oh. him finally breaking 100 on the ground. 104. Noise. He's going to do it. He had 136 against Miami at home four years ago. I saw some Twitter stat that showed he just absolutely dominates <laughs> in the state of Florida while counting his uh, college statistics. So I have Cook getting in the end zone once. For a buck 104, obviously we're not going to focus on receiving yards. Um, I I will say, though, off the record, Cook will have three or four catches and 30-plus receiving yards. How's that How's that for you, Hayes? That Maybe a little it? bit better to get him in the receiving A little game, bit? A but... little bit. So, Hayes, you just want us to all of a sudden get like 500 yards offense moving forward? Well, that's how much the defense is given up. Pretty much every single week, so yeah, it would be nice. Still, twelfth overall defense. You're the angriest uh, fan in which the Vikings are four one. 
Show me what they've done good this season. Huh? Beside beside <laughs> beside being four and one. Show me what they've done good this season beside being four and one. Because all I see is they a have... terrible loss to the, to the Philadelphia Eagles. I see a, a near loss to the Detroit Lions at home. And Detroit's one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my life. I've seen a, a an 18-point lead disintegrate in, within minutes against a Bears offense that is inept. I can't do it anymore with this team and how much it drives me up a wall. They're 4-1. and one. Great. Let's all go have a song and dance for them. Works for me. Glad we're on the same page. Dude. Just... So moronic. I don't get why you're so mad, bro. bro maybe, that, maybe, if I looked that up and that is you've a either word, been listening to too much Purple Daily. You've been drinking too much of the Judd Kool-Aid and the Mackie Mahis. And now you're all angry. This here is a Vikings optimistic podcast. Okay? We fought back. I could say something right now that would stir this thing, but we got to stay on topic. Yeah, we do, girl. Yeah, we do. All right, JJ. 124 yards and a touchdown. Dude. What are you saying dude for? My lights just won't stay up. It's just annoying. Okay, Grandma. What's your prediction? Uh, 134 yards and a touchdown. Jeez, we're really going ham. Dude, he gets 150 yards a game. Like, we can't keep predicting 100. <laughs> the man is unstoppable. Number one wide receiver in the league. Yeah, but I I, I think Thielen's going to have a game. So, Versus JJ has 116. JJ has 116 in a tutty. Um, I agree. Yeah, he's definitely going to have a, another solid game, over 100 yards. Because I think we're finally utilizing an offense that throws the ball to Jefferson. Mm-hmm. You, you throw the ball to him a dozen times, he's going to catch it at the minimum 75% of the time. And I would guess he's going to go over 100 yards. That's why I'm thinking, like, even on a bad day. And even if it's just like short little dump off pass, he still makes like 10 yards out of it because he is just quick. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'd like to see him targeted a little more, but. No, I agree. He has like 15 targets in the last two games. In the last two games combined, he has 15 targets? Did I say oh, combined? Dang. Average. Average, Average. girl. Uh, That's it. I don't know. I'm not impressed by, by KLC. <laughs> Shut up. Man, I literally just want to punch you in the face. <gasps> no, I've been impressed by KLC. The other guy at Donatelle, that's a different story. We just have a podcast where we talk about it, Donatello in this terrible zone. We play the we play the second most zone in the league. Behind who? The Rams. See how that works for them. Yeah, Rams are a weird team. Much better defense than us, though. <clears throat> if JJ goes off, he surpasses Hassan Jones for eleventh all time in Vikings franchise history. He needs a buck 72. So I don't think we'll see it against Miami, but we could see it. I don't, I don't think we'll see it. Um, If Thielen, all right, let's move on to Thielen. I don't predict this. 
Um, but if Thielen were to get over 100 yards, he'd pass Steve Jordan for sixth all Dude, time. These guys are no name wide receiver. Steve Jordan? Michael Jordan's cousin, Andrew. Sounds like an insurance salesman, dude. Just guys that Jordan's a top. Uh, Steve Jordan uh, was a Viking for like eight plus years. Mm, when in like the sixties? No. He was definitely like an eighties, nineties guy. I'll look it up if we had Big E on here. Oh, Hassan Jones. Yeah, he was great in nineteen thirty-seven. Okay, buddy. Steve Jordan was a Viking for twelve years. In the 80s to 90s. So I'm not surprised that he's sixth all time. With what? Like 8,000 receiving? <laughs> not even. 6,400. Oh my goodness. He averaged about 500 yards a year. I have Adam Thielen putting up 79 receiving yards and a tutty. He's going off. I got Thielen over 100 at 102 and a touchdown. So you just reaming on him, and you have him putting up over 100 receiving yards for the first time this year. Reaming on him? When was I reaming on him? Saying I forget who I reamed on. Was I reaming on him up, at some point today? Washed up. Washed up? That's what you said. When? At some point. Play it back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bub, what do you got? 73 yards and a score for the boy. So we all have him getting in the end zone. So, okay. So Bo, I guess we all do. But Hayes specifically. Hayes has 230 of Kirk Cousins' 300 yards coming with just dealing. And JJ. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's odd, but it gets crazier with Osborne. Because <laughs> he has like what 200 yards? Yeah. <laughs> it's a buck 50. All right, KJ Osborne. Hayes, what do you got? Yeah, he throws up 60 yards in a score. <laughs> Irv Smith Jr. is in he doesn't exist. You're sharing the wealth. Kirk throws all three TDs to his top three receivers. Yep, I think. I think that yeah, that's. I think happen. you're wrong and an idiot. Listen, Irv Smith Jr. Until he catches a game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, I'm never going to forgive him for dropping that pass against the Philadelphia Eagles. That seems a bit aggressive. I don't know if I need that intensity. Well, I'm providing it. Have Kirk th- or have Irv Smith throw in a couple like 50-yard games, and he's forgiven. A couple 50-yard games. Or, or a couple, two or three huge third down conversions. He had a huge third down conversion on that final 17 play drive against the Bears. That is true. He, I don't know. He, he's just, he's, I feel like he's more of a wide receiver. He's not a super, he's not a great, I don't know. He's not great at blocking. He's not a great blocking guy. He's definitely, though, underwhelming this season without a doubt. Yeah, and that sucks. And it might be his injury still. Who knows? Yeah. He also shares snaps with Johnny Munn, who doesn't have a career touchdown. So. Well, Johnny Men's proven himself this year to be a pretty solid tight end. Yeah, that drop against New Orleans really solidified him as a reliable tight end. He'd be hauling in that pass against the Eagles. That was a hard And he would have gotten his first career touchdown. I hate our tight ends. What about Nick Muse? 
No, I hate him too. He's also Ben Ellison. Hurt. A dweeb. A lot of our injuries have came on special teams, which is weird. Yeah, I don't know. Bob KJ. 44 yards. I'm at 41, so very similar. I think just some weeks he'll put up like 80, some weeks he'll put up 20, so it's just kind of like got to meet in the middle. The middle would be 50, but I know what you're saying. True. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I despise both of you so much. I'm going to make my own podcast. No, you won't, because we would see an episode like every two months. So, <laughs> Andrew, um, I tried making my own podcast. It gets really, really boring after the first episode. <laughs> Your voice starts to hurt. You have to pause it halfway through. And you're like, wow, it's only 20 minutes in. Hey, Korea opted out. You see that? Let's go. Da, 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 da. I wouldn't say that's exciting. It means we wouldn't pay him the money. Great. He doesn't deserve it. No, we we could still pay him. Kind of saying he we weren't paying him what he wanted. Yeah, I mean that was known all along. It's a loaded, it's a loaded shortstop free agency, so we'll be fine. If we really want something. I was gonna say I wasn't like traumatized. I was slightly annoyed because again, it's a big name that you'd like to have on your team. But okay. I mean, I definitely would take him on a longer contract. All right. Shut up, fat lip. Uh, Greg, the leg. I am going two for three. Two for three for field goals. Three for three for extra points. Wow. That's quite similar to mine, but I have four for four on extra points and two for three on field goals. Three for three and three for three. (laughs) So you do the math, buddy. You can figure that out. Well, I will once we hear your score prediction if it in if that is accurate or not. Um, <clears throat> I bet Greg misses his first field goal attempt and then nails his next two, and then you won't see him miss another one until some meaningless game in the winter time. It'll be like bad. No, it'll, it'll be a it'll be late January when he misses his next one. No. He'll be fine. I trust Greg Glug. He'll be late, Jamie. I got the most recent Vikings uh, trivia question thing on their Instagram like that. Easy peasy. What was it? Oh, I think I got it. Did you guys see it? No, I didn't. Faster you run, what is harder to catch? Treadmill. No. Time. No. The faster you run... The faster you run, what Shoot, is it's harder to catch? A cold. Your breath. Oh. It was good. It was a good one. That's yes. really good, yeah. It was a good one. I got like that. Boom. Easy peasy. All right. Leading tackler. Hayes, what do you got? Kendrick. Are you still wearing work clothes, dude? Yeah, I don't wear pajamas like you all the time. How many? It's 12. Bob? Hicks, 10. All right. I have Kendricks with eight. Interesting. 
It is interesting. I'll be curious to see what happens. I don't know if I typically – I don't think I ever get the tackler right. I never have. Um, well, it's been different every game, I feel like. It has. Because it was Dantzler one game, Hicks one game. Yeah, it's Smith. Smith one game. I think maybe Hicks two games. Yeah, you're you're right on, Bob. It's Hicks, Smith, Hicks, Kendricks, Dantzler. Now we're in week six. Leader. Who do we got? Smith, one and a half. Who thought I said Zedarius Smith? Yes, yeah, Zedarius Smith. <laughs> oh. But <laughs> say Harrison Smith over one or one butts is that's a huge old. Yeah. Um, I think if there's going to be a game where Dino Hunter feasts, it's got to be this one because their right tackle is absolute poop, one of the worst in the league. So I have him at two sacks, but I could see like two and a half. You see two and a half. Dude, their right tackle is so bad. Completely so doubling his current sack count. No, dude, he probably has like four sacks just off little weird sacks that came out of nowhere. No, I think he has like, I think he has two this whole year. No, he had one week one, one last week, one in that game where none of us saw it, and then another one possibly, or half one. Two sacks this year. Two sacks this season. Two sacks. Two sacks. Just looked it up. He had one last week. Are you claiming Google's incorrect? He had one week one. Correct. That's two. That's it. And he had that one that no one saw. Apparently no one saw it because it's not counting as a sack. I think they they must have changed it or something. Okay. All right. Anyways, yes. Then Daniel Hunter with two. Uh, I also have Hunter with one and a half, not two. I think he's gonna get a half sack with either Smith, Zadarius Smith, or our boy Dalvin Tomlinson, who's been killing it this year. I love Big Dalv. Yeah, he's been really good. He's been, he's been really, really good. Big fan. Also, dude, Donatello just better send a lot of pressure. He does have arm sets out. Well, I'm just so mad because watching the Thursday night game right now and seeing that just the commanders are sending insane pressure and actually getting to fields just makes me mad. Because I think we sacked fields maybe twice last week. Yeah, they've already sacked fields four times. Jeepers. Bro, this is such an arse game. Yuck. 7-6. Chicago just fumbled it. And now it's at the one-yard line for Washington. Give it to Gibson. No. Are you playing him? I shouldn't have, but I am. I have no running backs. I literally have none. Dude, I'm playing... You want Najee Harris? No. He's projected like 90 points. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. He's projected 20 points, and I scooped him up off waivers. Brian Robinson, touchdown. Many men. Annoying. Death upon me. All right. Um, Hayes, the game. Or, okay, gamble. Gamble. Vikings defense picks off rookie Skylar Thompson four plus times. (laughs) And two of those interceptions are coming from the future Hall of Famer, 
We all love him. We all know his name, Patrick Peterson. <laughs> Harrison was so excited to hear. All right, so I have you as a gamble four plus interceptions, yep. not turnovers. Correct. And two interceptions from Patrick P. Future Hall of Famer Patrick Peterson. And they all have to come off Skylar Thompson. Yep. All yep, right. he's your thought of Teddy Bridgewater coming into the second half for some reason. They're going to bench him in the first half because apparently by 2 o'clock, on Sunday, his concussion will be gone, but those first two hours, he's going to need to sit off for a little bit. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Harrison Smith also is a future Hall of Famer, just so you know. I just want to make that very clear. Um, Andrew, your gamble. Okay. Jalen Rager is going to score on – he's going to score for a punt return, and he'll score on offense. I'd say that's a gamble. Yeah, it's a gamble. Holy crap. How many points are we putting up? It actually goes along with my math, so. Is it a receiving touchdown? I didn't say that. I just said it was on offense. Well, I'll just say it's a little bit confusing with how many passing touchdowns we have. Well, I have three. He, only, he only has two. I guess we can make it. He has three passing touchdowns. Yeah, but he only listed two. Uh, yeah, Jefferson and Thielen. So, gives them a little bit of wiggle room. Hmm. I guess I can uh, accept it. My gamble, Vikings get four plus sacks, three plus turnovers, and holds Miami's offense to under 300 total yards. I would say okay. that's a gamble. Yeah, I know it's funny. I was come. I was trying to think of gambles because I couldn't really think of one. And the first idea I had was Vikings sack or get five sacks and three turnovers. But I was like, meh, that's too risky. And so that's I didn't cool. do it. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I, hope hey, I think all of ours are realistic, except for Hayes's. Realistic gambles. <laughs> How about you just do gambles for being gambles, not a realistic gamble. Uh, no, I'm losing too bad where I need some type of realistic gamble. So we could do like mini gambles, like maybe smaller ones for like 10 nope. points or something. No, that's stupid. Yeah. I do get like first where it, it's probably worth like 35 points, but I get 50. Hayes is a gamble that's worth like 300 points and it'll get like 50. <gasps> it'll happen. All right. It's uh, clock's ticking. More predictions. Hayes, go. Quick- Throw in the score. 34 10, Vikings win. Uh, will be 24 points, which will be their largest week six uh, victory of all time. <laughs> the Vikes are going to win 15 to 30. Ah, what the ah, hell is wrong with you? With the backwards scores. <laughs> oh, you're an idiot. See, if you guys didn't make a big deal the first time, I wouldn't do it. Well, it just makes you sick. You you hear it, and then you... I'm like, oh, they, what are they going to score? Like, eight points? What's going on right now? I have the Vikes winning 27 to 12. Okay. Nice. Solid dub. So we all have them winning by two scores. Um, 15 to 30. All right, Harrison, your key your keys to winning. Go. Um, Pick Skylar Thompson off four plus times. Defense shows up. Offense 
picks up on third down. Yep. That's I, I agree with that. All right. Let's close it out. This is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. Skull, baby.